Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Are you looking for more out of your life? Do you need ideas on how to start new businesses and how to move forward in your own personal life? Well, guess what? You have come to the right radio show at You Can Overcome Anything podcast show. You will learn and hear from many people from all walks of life who are sharing their challenges, their stories, the habits, and the mind shifts they have to overcome to become who they are today. On top, you will get a chance to connect and see how you can overcome anything by networking and learning about your next move through this radio show. I present to you our great speakers at You Can Overcome Anything podcast show with your host, Cesar Espino. Hello there and welcome back to another episode of You Can Overcome Anything podcast show. It is your host, Cesar Espino. And today I have a special guest. His name is Ashwin Jacob. Hey, Ashwin, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, how are you today, Caesar? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It's definitely a good day to be to be here and, and have this conversation with you. It's always good to connect with great people, you know? Same here. I'm, I'm happy, dude. I'm living in Southern California. I'm looking at palm trees <laughs> out my window and uh, yeah. nothing more you can ask for in life. Yeah, no, that's, and, and you know what? That's definitely a good way to kind of get us started. And, and I'll kind of talk a little bit about your background, but then I definitely want you to kind of dive into that. And, and this was not the case for you, you know, all the time, you, you know, not living in, in, in this kind of weather or having the kind of lifestyle. Um, as a matter of fact, you came into, into uh, Hollywood with just $500 in your pocket and, you know, having a, a, a mattress that was leaking air, you know, three months of rent pay, just kind of searching for something bigger and better and, and growing up with, um, you know, in, 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 from parents that were uh, immigrants into, into this country. So why don't you tell me more about that backstory? Tell me about who are you, what were you born and what was that like for you, you know, bringing up, uh, upbringing? Yeah, my parents are from a small village in uh, the southern tip of India. And uh, they immigrated to the U.S., to Framingham, Massachusetts, into uh, low-income housing. And uh, they wanted a better life for their kids. And I was born here. I was born in Framingham and I never fit in where I grew up because it was primarily uh, Brazilian, black. And uh, then like when my parents moved to the suburbs, I didn't fit in because everybody was white. So I never like belonged. Yeah. Um, and I always like would talk to the TV screen because that's how I learned like English more so than in school. I went to school and everything like that. But like 
I learned English by watching TV and I felt like I connected with characters on that screen. And I always wanted to end up in California and be in that world. And I was always told that you Mm. can't do that looking like me because there's not somebody that looks Indian that's able to do that. And I wanted to be Carson Daly on TRL. And I was there. I was always told by everybody around me that, you know, you're never going to be able to pull that off as an Indian guy. Um, So I ended up doing the next best thing, which was representing the talent. And uh, mm-hmm. I figured out how to build a business in the talent management space. Yeah. You know, I got, I, I got to love that, that, that drive. And, and, and again, I was actually, I'm in the middle of writing a book right now. And one of the things that I was talking about in, in, in my book is that uh, sometimes the things that we're doing right now, it starts with a dream, it starts with that idea that you might, might have had as a kid, right? And although you may not have or be doing the same thing that you were thinking as a kid, it's very relatable to that. And a lot of times as we connect the dots, it kind of takes you back to that one idea or that one dream that you had as a kid, right? And it seems that was the case for you. Again, watching TV, looking at the characters saying, I want to be there. That was an idea that grew to where you are now, right? A hundred percent. And it's also, as you progress throughout an industry, you realize that what makes extraordinary people extraordinary is they don't view anyone as extraordinary. They view everyone as ordinary, that Mm. everyone has that unlimited potential. And like, after being in that industry, I've pivoted many, many different times to many different roles. I've been a head of talent for a couple of different companies. I've managed NFL all-star athletes. I've managed some of the biggest names on social media. And through the progress of that, I ended up building a following of my own. And now I'm putting myself more on screen. I'm getting out here doing more podcasts. I'm trying to get more TV interviews. I'm trying to collaborate in different ways. And I'm also expanding what my business is. I've always been a hardcore entertainment guy. Now I'm getting to a stage in my life that, you know, I want a family in the future. So it's like, how do I figure out a way to get into real estate? Yeah. How do I get into e-commerce brands? And I'm doing a brand called Intention Crystals. How do I share what I've learned? You know, I'm 32 years old. So like there's a culmination of knowledge that I've accumulated by being able to go from where I started to where I'm at. Uh, so I'm launching a course called the Star Studded Network uh, on my website, ashwinjacob.com. And like, it's just experimenting with different things, finding new ways of paying, uh, creating value. And also just, you know, being comfortable with rejection, being comfortable with failure, being comfortable with being told that you are not enough and having faith in yourself. Mm, yeah, I, I love that. I love that. And I want to kind of piggyback this to going back to uh, when you were a kid. What would you tell somebody that either is going through like, some, again, we, we get kind of all kinds of people, you know, it could be, you know, people that are teenagers or, or all the way through my, maybe their 50s and 60s, right? But it's always going back to that idea of, like, in your case, again, you didn't fit in. You you kind of look like you were different from the crowd, right? And, and I can definitely relate to that because I was, I came from Mexico and coming into the States at the age of 10, I felt like I, I didn't fit in. I was out of place. Um, there were so many different things that I felt like, you know, I don't belong here, right? And sometimes, even if you are full-blown American, sometimes you feel like you don't belong. You don't fit in within that crowd, within that industry, within whatever you're trying to do. Uh, what is your advice based on your experience as to being able to overcome that? Because that is a, a huge uh, showstopper for many of us to do the things we want to do in our lives. We're all a lot more alike than anyone thinks. Once you get that notion that these people are different or they're special or they have these advantages, get that out of your head. You know, that's, that's the best piece of advice I can give you is most people at the end of the day want very similar four things. Mm-hmm. We all want to be happy. We all right. want to have a good life. We all want to be able to be there for our family and we all want to be loved. So if you go out into the world with the intention of bringing more love and positivity to the people's lives that you get to touch, whether that be in business or in your personal life, uh, you're going to deal with some rejection, but you're also going to 
deal with getting love and getting fucking opportunities back. And I think that's the beautiful part of this game we call life is uh, it is what you put out there because you, every day, even when you've had a bad day, you go out there with positive intentions for the people that you touch and you do the best that you can do. You're going to go home and you're going to feel okay about what you've done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So how do you don't, how do you continue though? How do, how, what do you, what do you do to not give up? Because sometimes you, you know, you get knocked down so bad that some people's like, F this, like, I'm not getting up anymore. Like I cannot do this anymore. I'm done. Right. Dude, sometimes we've you get all been there. Yeah. We've all been there that we just want to <laughs> lay down. And right. Take that knockout, you know, and that's okay for a day to maybe a week. And sometimes drastically it can be up to a month for some people. I know that, you know, like, mm. I've been laid out for a couple of days here and there, but what always goes into my mind is when life knocks you down, you have two options, which is you can be what it is. You can knock other people down. You're, you're above someone, regardless of who you are, you are above someone that you can inflict trauma or pain into their life. Right. But that's a cycle that viciously repeats itself or you can choose to let that buck end with you. You're like, cool. Somebody inflicted trauma into my life. I'm going to bring positivity and love into other people's lives, three other people's lives. And, those three other people are going to try and possibly possibly do something nice for one other person. Yeah. And if that cycle keeps coming back, you're going to beget what you sowed, you know? Oh, I love that. I love that. Now you talked about being uh, okay with the rejection and, you know, getting comfortable with all of that. Right. And it comes down to being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. And I know for a fact that that's a fear that we all have. Like we, we are so fearful of, you know, you know, how is it going to feel? Like, uh, am I going to do this new business venture? Am I going to go out and try to date somebody? Am I going to go out and whatever? And, and the uncomfortable of that tends to put people in this state of mind of, man, maybe I shouldn't pursue this. Maybe I shouldn't continue to, to go after this because it doesn't feel right. But I like what you said is you got to be okay with that rejection, with those no's, with all of that. And so it kind of goes back to that. What has been one of your lessons? Because I mean, I, again, coming to to Hollywood, right? Uh, and 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 me being in in in, in uh, SoCal for the last you know thirty years myself, it's not an easy thing. There's a lot of diversity. There's a lot of different cultures for sure. But there's also, uh, in my opinion, there's also a lot of uh, uh, socialism, and there's a lot of differences between where you came from, and there's a lot of limitations if you allowed those limitations to come to your place and if you allowed the rejections of those to come into your place or your space. The man, you said, you know what, even though all of that is out here, I'm not going to allow that to take the best out of me, then you can really step into a new place. How was that for you? Like, Because, again, coming here with only 500 bucks, like this is something new for you. You can change your life, bro. I, I tell everybody this all the time. What everyone wants to do is they want to change everything where they're from and to impress the people that they know. And it comes down to why are you doing this? Why are you going after this thing? Um, and I've never been a car guy until very recently. I got into uh, operating with an exotic car rental dealership where I bought in a couple a car and I might be buying a couple more over the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. And I rent them out. And I never cared about cars. I still, to this day, my daily driver is a 2012 Toyota with mm-hmm. dings, dents, and scratches on it because like, that's what I feel comfortable taking to do errands and groceries and going to the beach and just parking it wherever. But when I want to have a nice day and I want to like splurge a little bit, I take one of the cars from the exotic fleet and that we rent out or one of the ones that the, the one that I bought myself recently. Uh, and I'll take that up for a fun experience. But I do that for me. I don't do that to take a girl on a date. I don't do that to impress mm. other people. I do that because I want to enjoy that experience for myself. I want to, you know, be able to capture content for myself. I want to be able to enjoy that experience, feel the engine, feel that 
connection to the road. Um, and I think that's a lot for why people do what they do. They want to become successful to impress other people with things that don't really matter or don't actually make themselves happy. And mm-hmm. the way to change who you are, I think, is leaving where you're from a lot of times. And I know that's tough for a lot of people, but like even moving 50 miles away from where you're from changes the opportunity that you have to build a new circle of friends. You have to build a new community mm-hmm. for yourself. That new community doesn't know what you were known as before. You can change what you want to become. And I think that's what Los Angeles does for a lot of people. And also Los Angeles is one of the most competitive uh, job markets in the world for a lot of different fields, but especially in entertainment. There's so many people that move here from all over the world to go after the same sort of dream. And uh, you can collaborate and you can build up other people and you have to celebrate your friend's successes. And I think a lot of times people view it as a competition with their friend circle, their family of, this person's getting married or this person has this job or this person bought a house. And it's not about having this strict timetable. It's about doing things that you feel accomplished in each day. And I think that's what I try and do every morning. I wake up, I have a list of things I need to accomplish, but I hit the things that I need to get done today. I try and ask for help and I'm very comfortable. I ask a lot of people for help on areas that I don't know how to do things that I'm an expert on a lot of things, but there's still so much more to this world that I don't know how to do. And I can try and become an expert or I can befriend other experts and I can trade favors with people and mm-hmm. everything doesn't come down to money. And that's what I had to learn because I didn't have the ability to pay for problems to go away. I couldn't have done this or that to pay somebody to do this or that. I had to find creative ways of bringing value to other people. And I had to trust that after I delivered my value, they would be there for me. And some people weren't, some people weren't, but uh, I really enjoyed the whole process regardless mm-hmm. of the outcome a lot of times. Yeah. And that's golden, man. That's definitely golden. And and the fact that you, you mentioned uh, you got to do things for a self-accomplishment. A lot of times you got to do that. Right. And and it kind of reminds me when I did my very first book, I, uh, I was talking about the idea of first, I was having these little voices in my head. They're like, Caesar, like no one's going to read your book. Like you're not a writer. What do you think? And I got all this negative self-talk that really I talked myself out of doing that action and writing my first book until I changed the frame, until I changed the way I was seeing things. And when I said, you know what, what if nobody buys my book? What if I do this as a self-accomplishment and whatever happens, happens. So I surrender not to give up. I surrender to accept and evaluate. And when I changed that framing and I looked at it from a perspective of self-accomplishment and, and being uh, in, in, in essence in a place of acceptance and service, Man, I, I started writing the, the freaking book, and, and before I knew it, I had published a book, and now it's changed many people's lives. And so I like what you mentioned, and it's like, do it for yourself. The second thing you talk about, which I really enjoy, is like bringing value, right? And, and that's one thing you've done very good. And it's like Sig Sigler said, if you give enough people enough, uh, if you give enough people what they want, you will get whatever you want. It starts with giving value, and then all of that's going to come back to, to, to your space, right? And so let's talk about, you know, you, you have a podcast, it ranked one of the top 100, you're being in uh, Fortune 500. Like, how do you, all of that come into play for you? Dude, honestly, it was when you're rejected by such basic things like entry level jobs, you're rejected by like encounters uh, with just people that you want to be friends with, just regular people, right? When that is your norm, that losing is your norm, you're like, okay, if I'm going to lose, I might as well shoot my shot, you know? If, if I'm going to lose by going to a bar and hitting on a girl uh, that's a regular person, and that's the norm of what I'm used to, why don't I hit on the girl that I saw on a TV show? 
Or why don't I, instead of just going for this entry-level marketing job, hit that brand that I want to actually work out with? And I found that by taking these long shot approaches to like having no limitations, having no like mm. boundary of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable, but like just asking and going after what I want in life and not limiting myself or my own self-doubt, sometimes I get a yes. And by getting that yes, I'd get an opportunity. That didn't mean that I was the right person for the job. It meant I got an opportunity to demonstrate skills. And there were, you know, a lot of times that I did an okay job, but then as I progressively got more and more experience, I started doing a better job. And I started getting more referrals. Uh, but oftentimes you can figure out how to do a good enough of a job equally to a company that's been doing it just by starting out, just by learning and going in with that ego-free attitude. And like, dude, there are times that, it was an okay result and I was able to do what I needed to, but I barely made profit in the beginning, mm -hmm. but I got to put that on my resume that I worked with that company. Right. Mm -hmm. And then by doing that, I started working with bigger companies. I started being able to charge a higher budget and knowing what I needed to forecast and knowing how to do it. So each time I got better at each of the projects that I would take on as a strategy consultant or someone that's booking talent or someone that's uh, coming up with a strategy. And I think that's what the really cool part about life is. And like, I've, I take that same approach to any business that I'm getting into is I don't spend forever researching. I like to do some research and I like to have an idea of what I'm doing. I like to mitigate my risk, but the only way you're going to learn how to deal with whatever problem or how to solve that business or how to get active in that is by jumping in with both feet and getting started. When I got into doing this exotic car thing, I had to buy a car to understand how to do that business. And like, now that like working with these partners, I've learned a lot of different things about what works, what doesn't work. So if I do another car, I'm going to be able to do the second car much smoother. Same thing. Like right now, I'm, I told you, I'm considering getting into real estate a little bit. It's learning how to achieve the financing for that first property. That's an investment property and not buying it for myself because I know how to buy a property for myself, but I don't know how to do the real estate investment side of what I should be looking for to rent it out. And I think that is the, uh, the creative part about life is like, I'm an expert. I'm very well compensated in what I do. I am known at being one of the best people in like strategic partnerships, but I'm learning about other businesses and other plays because like, you never know what's going to be that income event in your life. And you never know how long you can continue to do one thing. And you should always be expanding your skill set figuring out new things so that you know you can share that with your community you can share that with your audience and that you can bring value to the people that are in your life because like with corona if i wasn't starting to look into other opportunities i'd be going crazy a lot of the time because you can't film you can't tour you can't produce large-scale events like what i do and that much free time leaves you in a state that you're going to be depressed but instead of getting depressed about the fact that my core business is something that i'm unable to do it's like, cool, this is something that's gone away for right now due to the state of what is a greater purpose, which is what I hope the reason we're still in quarantine mm -hmm. is for. And I'm going to try and do my best to avoid doing some of those things. And even though like that's what I want to be doing, and I'm going to expand and explore other opportunities. And I think that's the beautiful part is this time has given me time to take my real estate course, to start looking at properties, to get involved in these other businesses. Whereas my normal schedule had been so overwhelming that I wouldn't be able to experiment with these businesses. But once these businesses get up and running is I know, you know, a decent amount about real estate yourself. Mm -hmm. After you acquire the property, after you have the first one, you can do a couple other ones with much less time investment up front and be able to reap the results of that for years to come. And I think that's the beautiful part about life. So I view everything as part of, you know, God's design and blessings and like uh, a higher purpose.
So I, I don't get angry. I don't get stressed. And I don't hold resentment towards others because that's a punishment I'm giving myself. Why do I want to punish myself? I love me. I want to bring value to myself. So I'm going to focus on what is in my power. My power is I'm not the best suited person because I don't have hundreds of millions of dollars in a bank account, but I got friends and I can figure out ways to create win-win opportunities and figure out these little plays and these little plays can turn into massive things. I read something this morning. Um, I like to scroll through Instagram a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Samsung was started, I believe in 1938. And I did not fact check this, but I thought this story was pretty cool. Samsung was started in 1938 as a fish and fruit exporting business. Hmm. It was one of the largest technology companies in the world. Regardless if this is true or not, the, the moral of the story that I'm taking from this is you can pivot, you can change. Hmm. If Samsung was, in fact, a fruit and fish exporting business, they pivoted a lot of times to end up a massive technology provider. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's the same thing for so many big businesses. Playboy was a defunct car company. Before you have to about that logo and turn that, that character into something that is so recognized in the world. So sometimes your idea might not be the right idea right now. It might take years for it to come, uh, but just flow with it, flow with life. Mm. Yeah, man, you, you dropped so many nuggets there, man. I got to tell you, like, there's so many different things you said. And, you know, uh, one thing that, that you talk about and I like, and for those that didn't listen, just want to kind of paraphrase a little bit of that. And, you know, it's like, you don't have to have all the answers to start, you just got to get, you got to start, you know, sooner or later. And one thing that uh, reminds me of that is, is uh, one of my mentors mentioned this and is the three R's is um, rehearse, review, uh, review and revise, rehearse, review and revise. Right. So everything that you do, you don't have to know exactly 100% what you're doing. Just do it. You want to rehearse it. You want to review it and you want to revise it. And then you're going to get better and better and better as you were talking about, like get, get started. The second thing you talk about, which is amazing, specifically with what's going on with the pandemic right now, is that to be an entrepreneur, you have to diversify. You have to not just focus on one business. Every successful person you can think of has done more than one business, right? Whether it's real estate, whether it's finance, whether it's stock market, whatever the case may be, is don't just uh, zero in on one thing. And this is exactly what you're talking about, you know, in getting to the excited cards, into the entertainment, into real estate, into whatever the case may be, you're diversifying your portfolio so that you have that that that, that way of, of, of bringing more to you. And um, the one thing that I take away from all of this too is that you, you look very confident. You sound very confident. And I like the fact that you said, hey, it's like, you know, if I'm if I hold grudges or if I'm upset about somebody else, it's not really about them. It's really about me. You're you're doing that to yourself. How do you build that confidence? How do you build that resilience? That 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 happy joy person that you are that you're portraying? Like, how do you do that? Well, dude, think about this, right? Like, if you take it to a very rational level, we all get emotional about things and we get offended. So, like, let's say you you had an issue with somebody and they're running around telling everybody these horrible things about you, right? I don't stress about that because I know the character of the person that I've built. I've been here with $500 and no way to figure out how to pay rent. I didn't steal. I didn't cheat. I didn't do anybody dirty. I didn't lie. I didn't finesse. My character stayed true at my lowest moments. So if someone knew that I brought it into the picture with other people that I've done business with, they're going to say something negative on my name. I trust that I've done enough good and brought enough value to people in my life. But A, they're going to tell me. Two, they're going to disregard that. And three, they're going to, you know, protect my reputation because of the way that I've been there for them. You know, if I get angry and I try and run around and fix all these issues ahead of time and like have to do all of these things, 
and have to show you and prove to you that much. You're not someone I need to be having in my life. I don't need you in my life. And once you accept that you don't need every person in your life for forever, that everything comes and goes and is part of a greater purpose, you flow so much better. So like every loss, I don't take that as a personal loss. Like when Coachella missed last year, when Corona hit, I refunded hundreds of thousands of dollars to clients because I cared about that lifetime value of that client. Mm-hmm. And the clients that did pay deposits for like some of the houses, those are non-refundable because I've already spent that money. But everything other than what was accounted and accounted for my time up until that point, I refund to every one of my clients. Now, ethically, that was the right thing to do. Financially and in business and like for the terms of the contract, I was entitled to keep mine because I didn't cancel it. It's not my fault. This is a catastrophe and I would have been legally correct in keeping all those funds. But the action that I did was Caesar gave me a contract with this company that he has a contract for. Caesar's going to be liable for it. He's going to lose his job. Right. I was like, cool, I can refund this. I'm my own boss. I'll deal with the repercussions in my own life and I'll figure out how to get back. But when things go back to normal, more often than not, Caesar's going to remember that when his job and my job were on the line, I put his above me. And when he's in the opportunity to provide for me and something in the future, he's going to do that for me. And I think that is the beautiful part about life. A lot of people won't do that. And I'm going to be very honest with the listener here. Most people aren't going to do what I did and they're not going to care after they get what they need from the other person. I mean, thank God this person protected my thing. I'm going to forget about them until they need them. But if that person's willing to do that for you once, they're probably going to do that again. That's in their character. So if you can look out for that person and bring them value, imagine how much more they're going to do for you in your life. Yeah. I, you know, I think I, about that. Like, dude, when I started off, I yeah. had very few mentors. I had very few people that helped me, but all those people that have helped me, I've paid back tenfold when they didn't want or need that. And like there are kids that I've mentored and I'm looking at a beautiful Damien Hurst painting that someone I mentored gifted me. Mm. Um, and I think that's a beautiful part about life is when you do something with the right reasons without expecting anything, you more often than not get way more than you would have ever expected. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, I like the idea of, you know, uh, just really, uh, flowing with with the journey flowing with life like having that flow like you know knowing and saying true to yourself like it, it, above all right and 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 i think that's so critical in, in anything that we do and it's not necessarily being an entrepreneur or doing your nine to five it's just in general in life you gotta flow with with life right we only have this one life and, and we gotta do the best and take the best of that and then on top of that you know when you're being true to yourself because again people see of who you are and you want to be able to get that 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 feeling of i i like you i know you and i can trust you even if they don't really know you right and, and you want to be able to do that and the only way you can do that is to to by you being truthful to yourself right so 100 percent, 100 percent, and also sharing the positive experiences that come into your life i try and turn other people onto value or opportunities or things that i learn about and i'm very honest a lot of times too I'm not one of those people that like, if I learn about something, like if I buy like a uh, cryptocurrency, I'm not a crypto guy. So take this with a warning, everybody. <laughs> if I'm telling you, Hey, I got into crypto. I've made this amount of money. These are the places I made. I'm always very honest with you. I'm like, listen, I don't know what I'm doing, yeah. but this is working for me at this point, And this is what I've done. Uh, that oftentimes goes so much further because let's say you are a big crypto guy, Caesar. And I'm like, Hey, Caesar, I'm doing this play and this thing. And I gave you advice even though you don't need that advice, you're going to appreciate that. I liked something that you are very knowledgeable about. And you're also going to appreciate the fact that I'm not trying to sell you as I know everything about something that you've studied and researched and been in a market for years. 
And more often than not, you're going to be like, hey, if you like this, you should check out these things that I'm doing. I've been doing this for years. Then you can learn. I think a lot of people view that people aren't going to take them seriously if they're not an expert. And I think on this podcast, I've done the opposite of what a lot of people in my position do is I talked about the things I'm not an expert on because there are other people that could be experts that are listening that could give me advice or teach Mm -hmm. me plays. And there's a lot of the value that I could teach them about social media growth or marketing because I've been able to grow any person's brand or any media group, depending on what budget they have, what the audiences they need to hit. So that allows them to scale their business. But as much as I can continue and invest into that, there's a point that you start getting diminishing returns on that investment in time. Yeah. So once I'm good at something, I'm good at it. I study it regularly, but I also look for new things to study that I can apply new lessons into what I'm already doing. And I think that's the similarities of every business. And the key part of life is realizing that when you go away from something or you're exploring something new, you're not taking away from the first thing. Oftentimes you're complementing with a new skill set or a new frame or a new way of thinking or a new approach. Uh, they could possibly even augment the way that you're currently executing or succeeding or not succeeding in your business. Yeah. If you go back and up to this point in your life, like what do you think is your biggest uh, obstacle, the biggest thing you had to overcome? I think it is rejection and mm-hmm. failure. And I think uh, the negative thing is I ended up saying to myself because of the rejections and failures I dealt in my life. Uh, but I've been born with one fear on advantage due to all the disadvantages in my life that I had to work harder than other people that, uh, you know, and get half as much. A lot of times I was born with one unfair advantage, which is that I do not know how to quit. I just keep getting up. I'm like one of those weeble wobbles. I don't remember if you remember <laughs> that toy back in the day, Yeah, but I wobble. Yeah. yeah. I don't fall down. I keep getting back up. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So you, you kind of keep pushing through. Um, if people wanted to find you, how they can connect with you? So I have a website called ashwinjacob.com, A-S-H-W-I-N-J-A-C-O-B. There's a tab called Connect With Me. It has links to all of my social media. I'm most active on Instagram. I'm Ashwin Jacob, A-S-H-W-I-N-J-A-C-O-B. Uh, people can shoot me an email if they're interested in social media marketing, uh, learning more about the bead business or renting an exotic car in Los Angeles. Uh, at yeah. Ashwin, A-S-H-W-I-N, at New Hollywood, N-E-W-H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-O-D dot B-I-Z. Awesome, awesome. Um, so uh, how do you uh, define success? I, I would be interested to see how you define success in, in, in your life. Dude, success is being happy when I wake mm-hmm. up. I wake up and there are days that I'm depressed and I'm dealing with something that's stressful and I can think about something negative or I can make a little glass of tea. Cost me nothing in my house cost me the cost of a tea bag and whatever the gas cost is quarters or pennies pour it in a mug open up the balcony that i'm looking at right over here look out and see that hollywood <laughs> that i dreamt about since i was a little kid look at a palm tree yeah at that moment i'm gonna know you know what if i was able to move here three thousand miles away from my whole family and my whole life with this 2012 toyota that's in my parking spot right downstairs and build a beautiful life and do a lot of things that i've never imagined of what does this day, this week, this month, this next year have in store? And what beautiful experiences can I have? What new memories can I create? What new lives can I touch? And that success for me, man, is like, yeah. I'm a kid that dreamt about Hollywood. I moved out here and I'm and, doing what I wanted to do. And I'm expanding into things that I never thought I would be doing. Yeah. And did you have family here or you came by yourself? Yeah, I came by myself. I yeah, came so- out here with one of my buddies. Uh, we had two cases of Red Bull and I, my, my pee was neon green for a couple of days. Wow. And I made it here in about like 56, 60, just under 60 hours. Wow. 
Yeah, that's amazing, man. I I love that. I love that. Um, do you have any uh, any habits or any uh, daily rituals that you do uh, to kind of keep you in this positive state of mind? Dude, I try and do breath work. I try okay. and be around people. I try and hug people as much yeah. as I can. I know yeah. it's Corona and it's right. controversial, but like <laughs> we as people need human connection. We as people need to be around other people. I try and talk to people throughout my day. I yeah. try and listen to other people's problems. I'm trying to find out what other people need because if I'm feeling down and I can't do anything about my problems, I might be able to do something about somebody else's problems. Ooh, if I can help their day get a little bit better, that's going to give me a little, you know, oxytocin release. And that little oxytocin release, it's going to yeah. get me back to that level state. Uh, I try and work out every day, push-ups, sit-ups. We hit the boxing bag downstairs. Um, I try and get out and get air and hike every day. And uh, I just try and, you know, do what I can. Yeah, and I eating healthy, that. dude. I think eating healthy is a big part of it. I have just finish smoothie most every day, and that yeah. makes a huge, huge difference. And having a healthy amount of fruit in your diet uh, and putting the right stuff into your system uh, affects how you perform. Yeah, and I gotta say, with some of the things that you're talking about, uh, it comes down to really taking care of that vehicle that's carrying you through this journey. That vehicle being your body, and that journey being life. And we only have one of those things, right? So when you take care of that vehicle, then you can go further in your in, in this journey, which is your life, right? And so, um, I, I, I especially in SoCal where you have tacos, burritos, hamburgers, all those things, you know, you gotta be able to take care of that, like be very healthy in that sense, and and help you. I'm not saying don't do it because I love all of that, by the way. I'm just saying you have to take care. Of your vehicle so you can go further in your journey everything in moderation listen i have one big addiction in my life which is i love pizza yeah but i can't have pizza for every meal right uh, yeah. you gotta enjoy what is a treat in your life same thing like i said with the cars i love being yeah. in a beautiful exotic but yeah. i know yeah. that being in that every day if i take that to the grocery store i'm doing a disservice to myself and i'm doing a disservice to that car that car does not belong in the grocery store parking lot it's not designed to fit groceries you know yeah, yeah what am i gonna yeah. bring one bag of spinach <laughs> yeah yeah no i i love that i love that so my qu last question for you is uh, for the people that are listening to us and they're watching this if they are going through any kind of challenge right now what is uh, one thing they can start doing to overcome that challenge realize that there are only two types of problems in life problems you can do something about So don't worry about it. And problems you can't do anything about. So you accept it and you move on to the next challenge. Wow. That's golden, that's dude. Yeah. I think that's I it. I think life is that simple. What can you do something about? What can you not do something about? Wow. I love that. I love that. Well, uh, Ashwin, thank you again, man. I really enjoyed this conversation. Anything else you want to say before uh, I let you go? No, this has been a great conversation. I hope you enjoy Miami. I hope I brought you guys some positive value and I'd love for you guys to check out my sites. And uh, if I can bring you guys value, whether that be exotic car rentals, whether that be social media growth or strategy, or that be intention crystals that I'm selling, uh, nice. please do let me know. Yeah, definitely. Well, Ashwin, thank you so much for, for being here and I really appreciate you. And for the rest of you guys, please make sure you check him out, go to his Instagram, go to his website, look him up and uh, connect with them and uh, stay tuned for the next episode of You Can Work on Anything podcast show. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Cesar Espino, real estate investor, business coach, and consultant, and author of the book, You Can Overcome Anything, Even When the World Says No. My number is 424-501-6046. In my book, I talk about making the necessary changes to shift your mind for prosperity and certainty. Pick up your copy at Amazon. I also love helping families with their real estate and can purchase your house fast and all cash. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. My number is 424-501-6046.
Thank you for having me today. I am so glad you've tuned into this podcast. You can find me at your favorite podcast platform where you can like, subscribe, comment, and share. And to learn more about myself, my services, you can find me at www.cesarrespino.com or you can also find me at your social media. Thanks for joining me and I am looking forward to having you at the next episode. And know you truly can overcome anything. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.